Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning. How has your week been? Uh, it, it's been a strange week. Well, it's been a busy week. Maybe not strange in the right term. But, oh. uh, be- had, a, had a week off. Okay. So last week I wasn't here because I took some time off. And so, of course, you come back to, uh, well, I get... Technology's wonderful. Mm. I get to take my uh, email machine with me wherever I go. Yeah. So I, I did stay on top of uh, emails and uh, whatnot. But uh, isn't it great when you leave service area and suddenly you catch service again and everything you missed suddenly hits? So you get like a hundred notifications at once. You're like, ah, yes, this is helping my time off. <laughs> I am not stressed <laughs> in this light. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was exactly that because it was, mm. went to an area that didn't have real good cell service. So, uh, as you say, everything all of a sudden you get one mm-hmm. thing and you look and there's 50 emails that dumped. So, mm. gotcha. yeah, so it. Uh, but then again, I haven't been away from my cell phone for a dozen years or better. It's so. <laughs> fair. Yeah, it's part of the deal. Yeah. Well, your sheriff's report's brought to you by Bozeman Newton Insurance. Sheriff, what went on over the last week or so? Well, it, I just looked at this last week uh, yesterday, and it was really amazing. I, I didn't count them, and I probably should have as I was going through them, but our medicals were just unbelievably high. Um, just kind of a whole range. I don't know... Hmm. Nothing I can say would cause it. Okay, uh, it is is interesting. Over the years, I've seen when you get a change in the weather, it seems to trigger some medical issues, and you get a kind of an increase when you have um, some weather incidents. And that, you know, other than trending a little cooler, uh, yeah, didn't seem to be the trigger. And so I don't know. It uh, it was just really busy for our first responders. I, I saw that in the in the call load. So thanks to the. Uh, uh, people out there manning the the ambulance mm-hmm. and uh, our first responder groups uh, had a busy week. I uh, also noticed uh, we had uh, kind of a uh, uptick in uh, minor crashes. So okay. I again don't have anything to attribute that to. We don't have any uh, ice on the roads yet, <laughs> uh, but there were a few that involved uh, deer. Okay. So obviously we're coming into the season where there's going to be a lot more. Uh, deer movement, mm-hmm. um, obviously going to be some increased uh, periods of darkness as we're going into it when the deer tend to move more as yeah. well and be less visible. So, uh, you know, those kind of factor mm-hmm. together this time of year to have uh, a, a little more hazards on mm-hmm. the road. Yeah. So, Has there been like an increase of people coming into the county? I know some of the deer se- hunting seasons started, but... Yeah, archery season has started, and mm-hmm. we've had bear and now waterfall picked up too. So I think our our weekends, uh, you know, kind of follow that pattern from uh, being out on the lakes, enjoying those kind mm-hmm. of uh, recreational activities to uh, you know the fall activities of hunting. So we're definitely seeing that, and actually we have uh, one uh, longer event uh, that happened because of that. I can. Um, touch base on so this past uh sunday night uh, at about uh nine o'clock at night uh we got a report of a uh, a, a missing hunter up mm. in the namaji forest area uh, it was reported to us in kind of a roundabout way because uh if any no one's if you haven't been up in the namaji area in in the, in the forest um it's not highly populated um, and therefore is not very well serviced by cell phone towers. Yeah. Uh, our communication gets a little sketchy out in that area. Um, so 
Um, the individuals ended up contacting someone back in the uh, St. Paul area, I believe it was, um, before they reported it up to us. So it got a little, uh, a little hard to track that a little bit. And then we also had a, uh, a significant uh, language barrier hmm. in the communications as well. So, uh, But we were able to get uh, some deputies out there. Um, talk to the people that were at the scene. We had one thing going for us, which we don't always have, uh, was that somebody was actually in a vehicle on uh, one of the state forest roads where the missing person went into the woods. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So they, he apparently left uh, his um, wife and child in the vehicle while he was going to go take a walk um, and, and look for some... Um, animals, mm-hmm. and uh, and she eventually called when he didn't come back. So again, it was a, a little difficult on the communication because of the the cell phone involvement and also the language. Um, and we do have a language line that we can call to um, help find a translator that mm-hmm. can that can give us uh, you know that pass the phone back and forth or yeah. listen in third party to to help that communication flow. Um, and that, you know, we use not all that often. Uh, and in this case, it also turns out that it was kind of a sub-dialect of uh, a language. So mm. it was a, even a little more difficult to translate yeah. um, all directly over. So there, again, uh, a challenge in that. Um, and... The outcome uh, was uh, that came in Sunday night at about 9 o'clock. We finally had contact with the uh, missing party at about 4 o'clock Monday afternoon. Wow. So we had uh, fairly limited resources Mm -hmm. out overnight uh, while we were looking for him uh, and trying to sort through that. Uh, And then Monday morning ramped it up. And we had uh, individuals uh, from the DNR, uh, both conservation officers and forestry. Uh, we had a couple different fire departments, namely Carrick and Moose Lake, that came and had some help, help uh, with manpower and equipment. And then we also had the state patrol um, air support uh, come out and fly mm-hmm. uh, Monday morning. And, uh, you know, we put all of our other resources into effect as well that we could. We had the drone up. We had uh, uh, extra manpower out mm-hmm. there. Um, and it and, and showed, uh, you know, we did, uh, we've also invested in uh, um, tracking uh, programs that help yeah. kind of s- map out a search better mm-hmm. and track what we've done, where we've been, and where we should go next. So... Uh, it was good to see that we got to put uh, those resources uh, into effect and and, and uh, mm-hmm. use that. So um, again, the uh, people out there put a lot of work mm-hmm. in that day, walking and and searching, and um, and, and it came together nicely. Uh, and about like I said, about four o'clock in the afternoon, actually the the individual ended up. Uh, walking out to us so oh, okay uh i wish i could say you know we we found him mm-hmm. um and and uh he was you know yeah a true rescue <laughs> which it was yeah I, I, not to downplay the outcome but um I, I hard to know when you can't do a good interview after the fact mm-hmm. what he, where he was and what what 
what happened route and, he might have yeah. taken and uh, how he found us but in my opinion us being out there and the noise and the activities mm-hmm. that was going on around certainly helps give uh, somebody when they're mm-hmm. walking uh, sounds to pinpoint and a direction to go in to finally come out mm-hmm. so he uh, it, it, it appears anyways that he uh, spent quite a bit of time walking and, and finally did find a main roadway mm-hmm. where we were able to meet up with him so we did find him I will That's still good. take. I will still give credit to the efforts we put in, <laughs> yeah. and the people that were out there. Um, you know, we kind of met on a roadway. So mm-hmm. just because we met on the roadway doesn't mean it's uh, less of a mm-hmm. find than if we found them hiding under an evergreen or something. Yeah. So um, again, good efforts. It was it was really good to see the uh, the assistance that we got from the other agencies, mm-hmm. and uh, again how how well we worked together on that scene and and seeing the increased capabilities in the area um, of you know us and other entities that are able to uh, do that part of the job mm-hmm. you know, a little bit better each time we do it we learn from the last one so um, good outcome uh, yeah. wasn't hurt he was uh, obviously tired and cold and, and uh, <laughs> everything that would from spending the night in the Nemaji forest yeah um, yeah exactly when you're not prepared yeah, exactly yeah. and you know and that happens a lot this time of year if you mm-hmm. go out in the afternoon when it's warm um, and something happens that you have to spend the night and it you know drops down to mm-hmm. a, a frost level and that that next night really did go a lot cooler so we had a plan to search throughout the day mm-hmm. that next night and into the next day so we're constantly planning ahead yeah. to see what we need to do next and come up with resources to extend that into a longer event um, and fortunately for him it ended that day rather than mm-hmm. the next night yeah. that next that night was a lot colder yeah, and so what else is going on in Pine County? I know there was a lockdown for the Hinkley Finlayson schools. Yeah, so I, I don't have any more specific details to release on that. But uh, as you say, there was a, uh, a lockdown because of some uh, information that we received um, and others received. It... Uh, my understanding was never a, a direct threat to a school, but the the information um, involved um, general mm-hmm. threats, I guess I'd say. And um, so, therefore, out of precaution, yeah. you know, in, in conversation with the school's um, system up there in Hinkley, uh, again, uh, came up with a good plan on, on how to control that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and managed to do, I guess we'll call it a soft lockdown. And it was towards the end of the school day, so we kind of modified how they uh, released the kids um, to something that was controllable and, and, and we knew we could do safely in case there yeah. was a threat. Um, and, and at the same time, um, an individual was taken into custody around that same time as the school buses were uh, doing their thing. So... Um, Again, it went well, mm-hmm. and again, I think the relationships that that are in place there is you know key to a lot of that. Where um, you know we can respond and and help advise and help protect mm-hmm. their processes. So um, yeah, and again, there was no direct threat to a school or a, a, a person at the school. Mm-hmm. So um, it 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 really did go good. Yeah, and uh, um, I have to 
thank everyone involved in that as well is is how they responded and how you know again the the school district responded mm -hmm. and and all of that uh was uh i think as controlled as it could be yeah and that's that's huge when you're mm -hmm. dealing with that many students and the emotions and and the the fear and the, mm -hmm. the, the unknown yeah so um i think the school district handled it well in the, in their conversations with the with the uh parents and the and uh and worked well with us in in controlling all of it so it was good to see awesome. okay Bad way to say that, but, maybe. No, but yeah. it's it's a good outcome when yeah. you can look back on it and For say, us. "Hey, you know, if it was something more significant, we could have dealt with mm -hmm. that um, as well." So, um, it, if nothing else, it was a good training. Yeah. Um, and again, you go back to that and say, "What did we do good? What mm -hmm. did we could improve on?" And and all of that. And and I think those those conversations are healthy mm -hmm. um, to have. Yeah. Not that you want to, but. Obviously, we have to. Yeah. What else uh, was going on? Um, a, you know, we we had some more of our, our normal um, kind of things. We did have another gas tank that uh, was drilled out um, Saturday morning, it sounds like, uh, down here at the Pacagama boat landing. So, oh. Um, I, I know that area has been hit before. Um in kind of a similar fashion. So again, um, just be aware of that. And uh, we're aware of that. So we're uh, taking action to mm -hmm. uh, do what we can to prevent that and to uh, figure out who might be there uh, skulking around looking for that opportunity. So, uh, and then maybe on a, on a lighter note, um, haven't seen a call like this in a while, but on Tuesday, uh, some people called in uh, down in the Pine City area uh, wanting to know if they could get help getting a kitten out of a tree. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so they reported that uh, there was a kitten about 75 feet up in a tree mm -hmm. that they uh, were afraid wasn't going to make it down. So our dispatcher um, called the Pine City Fire Chief. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because it's not something you would necessarily page out for everyone to respond <laughs> no. to without uh, seeing what uh, what their response might be. And, and, and the fire chief down here um, actually was going to go out there and assess the situation mm -hmm. and, and see what it looked like for a response. Uh, but before he could get out there, uh, we got a call back from the reporting party saying that the, uh, they were able to get the kitten out of the tree i don't have the details uh, if it was a uh <laughs> what kind of cat it was and call the cat yeah. down situation yeah. or if somebody climbed the tree and uh, dropped it down mm -hmm. or uh, we just know that it ended safely and and it ended well so well perfect not something like i said that we no. uh, deal with regularly or our, our our fire um people deal with regularly maybe either but uh uh, again, kind of on the lighter side, a good yeah. place to end, maybe. Well, that's perfect. Well, if that's everything, Sheriff, I appreciate you stopping on by, and hopefully you can talk to Joshua next week. Well, I don't know. This is kind of good. Well, that's fair. Not, less interruptions. Yes, indeed. Well, perfect, <laughs> Sheriff. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks. You too.